Rot two. Ooh, sunglasses. <laughs> Ow! How do you freaking? Ah! Jeez! Oh, is that freaking good? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let me say this about sunglasses. If you live in Ohio and you don't see the sun a ton, you almost forget how to put them on, okay? Because we, we, we don't have it all the time. You read about it in books, see it in movies, documentaries. You're looking up like, I, I, I'm not sure if we have one of those. By the time this fiery star in the sky that's raining down heat comes around, we're ill-prepared. So I don't know how to put these on. And the hat, the shade, and things to obstruct our view from blindness. It's kind of scary, okay? The sun's a bit intimidating if you don't see it all the time. All the Californians, you're used to it. But here in Ohio, we just got a couple days of it. You're like, jeez, that's the sun? This is what everybody's raving about? Why? Why? No. <laughs> so it's dangerous, but it's also very good. You know, there's something to be said about the positive effects and impacts the sun can have. Vitamins, minerals, stuff, you know. I don't know what to say about the positive effects of the sun, but I know there's something to be said. That's honestly half the battle, okay? So, again, not the person to say it, but I'll be like, hey, there's something to be said. Somebody please speak up. I don't, you know, good. there's good things, okay? So, not exactly prepared for my TED Talk on the global impact of the sun. But just know there's good things, okay? So, it's interesting right now to have a little bit of good weather. I look like I'm the cover of June, but it's the middle of February, all right? <laughs> I know I look a little interesting. I've also got the hat on with the hair under, by the way. And I've never done this. I always try to keep the hair in the cap. That's the point of the hat. But I put it under, and that's because, much like the sun, these lights cast a lot of shadows. And I don't always know how to deal with them. I'm putting lights different places. I have a light right here. There's the only <laughs> job is to point up and try and eliminate the shadows. Because when I just have the hat, it creates a shadow right across my forehead. Like I've got just the hugest widow peak ever, right? With your hair, it just comes down between my eyebrows. Like, it's not hair! It's a shadow! But I can't eradicate it. So I'm trying, but I couldn't figure it out. So I decided to just put the hair under the freaking brim. And I don't know how I feel about it. It looks a little douchey to me, but you know what? You gotta pick your poison, okay? There's a baker's dozens of problems. That's 13. And, you know, sometimes you can only solve one with other. I don't know. I lost the analogy. Sometimes you get a bad donut in a batch. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's drumming on this song is sweat. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartors. First of my kind, by the way. Okay, there has never been a Tristan Alexander Sartors before me. And I don't know if there's going to be one after. Okay? Whether that's by my own lineage and offspring or someone else. Just, just, just takes the name legally. I have no idea, but for as of now... I'm the only one, and I want to make sure I leave a legacy, dang it. Not because I want other people to be impressed, but in the off chance that there is another one of me, I want it to be difficult to live up to my standards. I want him to be born into this world and be like, gosh, dang it, that's the peak? That's who I'm competing against? I can't live up to that. And that's what I want for, again, either my own kids or someone else's that they go, gosh, dang it, why, why was he so awesome? Why couldn't he just, like, be a crappy postman? Not that there's anything wrong with postman. I just mean a bad mailman. A guy who just steals mail and, like, oh, tsh, I, can, I, can, I can top this. I'll go work at the freaking Dairy Queen. Immediately, I'm the best Tristan that there's ever been. But no, I'm me. 
So if you're watching this in the future, other Tristan Sartorius, just know, <laughs> good luck. So anyways, guys, happy to be here with you. It's an exciting time. It's an exciting day, man. I will say we have a few things to address. First off, my health, dude. I, 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 I am accruing. Is that the word? <laughs> Dictionary check. I am accumulating so many different injuries and ailments from headaches and neck injuries to back spasm, elbow, shoulder. Things are just happening. I, I get now when people say, oh, man, I feel like I got hit by a truck. I got hit by a truck and I feel like I got hit by a truck. Things just keep popping up and showing their ugly injury faces. And I say, gosh, dang it, pain. What do you know about me? So anyways, I need to work on that. I should be going to the emergency room. People keep hounding me. Tristan, go there. Go get medical advice. And I agree with what they're saying. The only problem is I'm too lazy, dude. Which may or may not be a side effect of being hit by a truck. We don't know. The research is still happening. Go check out of Eastern Colorado. Go Bighorns. You know, they're doing some studies to see could there be a potential repercussion could there be a potential effect on being hit by a truck and that you just lose all motivation to seek medical help but yeah man that's where i'm at i'm adjusting the mic and you know what that's my fault i didn't have it set before and honestly i oh jeez, dude i put it on my right wrist because i you know my left is kind of swelling up and i don't really feel the pain anymore i'm, I'm getting used to it and that that hurts a lot <laughs> so I guess what I was trying to do worked. I, I feel very, don't say the word now, painful. I, jeez, I don't even know what I feel, man. I feel like I got hit by a truck, by a rubber band. But anyways, what was I saying? I lost myself. Uh, <laughs> I don't deserve this. Yes, guys. So I should be seeking medical attention, but I won't. We'll see. I won't. No, I will. So what is going on? Actually, before we do anything, we have to address our earlier segment, okay? Tristan's misses. He's a mister, but somehow he misses. Oh, oh, swish. Oh, that sucks. It didn't go in. So anyways, the last episode. <laughs> now, there was nothing wrong with what I said in the last episode. My biggest gripe is with the fact that the entire freaking thing was blurry. Now, I've been trying to make some banger episodes lately. As we've been crossing into the 100, I'm really trying to put even more effort. I was already 110, but I'm going to 115, perhaps 120. The jury's still out. Eastern Colorado. Go Bighorns. They're still studying. They're doing some research. Seeing a full circus is really putting forth the maximum and beyond amount of effort. And we'll see. We'll see. I think we're doing it, but time will tell. So anyways, I'm trying to make the podcast just as good as possible. I'm bringing everything I got into it. That's why I'm putting the rubber band over here. It's because I need to be even more strict with myself. But you could imagine my surprise when the episode has been great and I, I, I turn on the camera footage and it's blurry. The whole freaking thing. You can't see anything. The natural charm of the visuals is that my luscious smile that spreads like butter, you can't even see it. That's not fair, not only to you, but to me. My ego needs that. So, the audio listeners, you're none the wiser, but just know that here on the visual side, 
we are freaking striking down poo, okay? That's like a coal miner. He's like, you know, looking for coal, looking for coal, bam. And there's just poop in the mine. I don't know who's doing it. Somebody's pranking the people and doesn't want them digging around in their caves. But regardless, <laughs> I'm trying to work on doing something. I'll get back to the blurry thing in a minute. I mean, I won't. I finished it, I guess. I'm trying to work on being less judgmental to myself and where my brain wants to go. I'll say this as well. I was up very late last night and a couple nights in a row. I've been watching Robin Williams documentaries and I love Robin Williams. I feel like his brain works similar. It's just a mile of minute and people can't keep up. And the only way for have them to be up with me is for me to keep down. And that's something I'm just not interested in. So I think about that a lot and I was watching it and I was like, man, I, I wish I could do that more. But instead, I'm always like, I don't know which path I want to take. And I just want to be better and not judging the route I go and just commit. Because sometimes you're presented four different options and you're out in the woods and you see a nice park bench on one and you see like some doom and gloom. You're like, yeah, I don't want to go that way, but it's also kind of interesting. Right down the middle, you see a miner who's mining poop and you're like, don't choose that one. But I'm like, I already took a step. I can't retrace my steps and go differently. So I stay down the middle path. And whatever happens, happens. So I don't know. We can't go back. Who knows what was down those other paths? Perhaps we'll journey through the woods later on. But for right now, I'm just going. I'm just going, baby. I just want to be rocking. So that's something I need to work on personally and myself is to not cut myself and be like, this could be funny. This could be better. This could be better. Should I reroute this? Like, no, he was mining poop. He was looking for coal, but he found dung. It happens. I mean, I don't know if it does, but if it does, it happens. So that's where I'm at in my life. But anyways, yes, Tristan's misters, misses. I think that's all it was. That was the only air that I have with the podcast. And that's it. So I'm getting better. We want to have the least amount of uh, bricks as possible, but we're here nonetheless, and we're trying to bring bangers to the world. So what else is going on? Dude, my freaking neck. I shaved with a razor, okay? Now, I don't ever do this, but I was watching somebody shave, and I get I get razor burn and the ingrown hairs, neck bumps. It's a, it's a big mess, so I never do a razor shave. I'm always using clippers as close as I can get, but I want that super close shave, that nice, smooth, silky shave that comes with a razor, but I can't do it because of the effects that it has. Anyways, I, I watched somebody doing that. He starts talking about these single blades and ultra blades and the way he's doing it, different grooves, techniques. And by the way, there's a whole freaking shaving community. <laughs> do you know that different channels where the only thing they do is show you different shaving techniques and different blades and soaps and moisturizers and creams and like a shaving community a shaving community there's so many communities there's a community for everything you could pick up a stone and throw it and have it land somewhere and someone will pick it up and be like hey where are the community that picks up stones You're like what the heck you might find a community that their whole job is to throw stones and find other communities where the communities that discover other communities how deep does it go i don't know but <laughs> i was watching it and I got a little sidetracked because I was fascinated by the fact that there was just different niches, niches, niche, niche, quiche. There's something, okay? There was a little group, an area for people to kind of develop and bond and share some sort of activity or passion that they didn't know other people were interested in. So there's people out there that are super interested in shaving and the art and the science and the craft of it. It's nice that they can come together. That's a beautiful thing. I'm not really knocking them. That there is all these communities. I've seen sword communities where the whole thing is that they just pull up swords. 
And to people who aren't interested in swords, you're like, that's stupid. Why does this guy have a million subscribers? He's making hundreds of thousands of dollars because he's reviewing swords. But people love swords. And it's cool that people have all these different passions. You can find each other. The internet's a beautiful place if you are interested in swords or shaving. But I was watching this guy. I keep getting sidetracked. But again, I want to keep following my path. No judge. Okay? There's no sidetracked. There was only side quest. Okay? It's like a video game. When you're going along the main story and sometimes you see a little gold off to the side and you go around this little quest and you get some beautiful achievements but then you get back on the main story you keep continuing the path you don't miss a beat i'm only adding to the adventure so i'm not being sidetracked anymore side questing frick i think that counts bang ow <laughs> so yes the shaving community was interesting and I was watching the guy review. He's talked about different strokes. And I was like, okay, maybe. He was giving me hope and inspiration that I could do it without giving bumps. So he's talk, talking about shaving butter and specific shaving creams. I have them. I have the things he's talking about, the specific blades he's looking for. I'm thinking, yes, this is it. If I can do the smooth shave, I'll do the smooth shave. It'll look sweet. Man. So I'm watching it, and I decide to give it a go. I do the close shave, and lo and behold... Couple days later, my neck is freaking flaming yawn. I don't know what that is, but it's some sort of hot dessert or meal. It's flaming, okay? Chester Cheeto, he's cooking a batch right here. It's burning the ingrown hairs, the bumps. I don't know where it comes from or the science behind it, but I know this shaving guy lied to me. I can't be a part of the shaving community because either I just don't get it or he's falsely advertising certain blades. No, he was cool. He was cool. I, I, think it's just a skill issue or it's the fact that my skin just does not want to be a part of this beautiful industry you know it really is fascinating he was also talking about like again it's i really lost my whole goal of what i was trying to do by watching it so maybe that was on me that i wasn't paying attention because he starts talking about i know the lather snobs are going to get on me while he's putting on his cream i was like lather snobs so not only <laughs> there's a shaving community, but there's villains in this story, in this little castle of people who all they want to do is shave. There's the lather snobs. They're the jocks, the jerks <laughs> of the community. I know the lather snobs are going to be after me right now, but I won't let them get to me, okay? Because I know that this is, this is me. I'm going to be me to a T, okay? So I won't let the peer pressure get in, and I won't, I won't do circles. I'll do downward strokes. So it's just a beautiful place, man. So that probably was the reason I got razor burn to begin with. So, yeah, that's basically what's been going on, man. I got the razor burn, got the hat. I said that in the intro. Everything's all cool and, and clear, man. So I'm just trying to enjoy life and try not to judge myself. And I just really wish my neck wasn't a fire, but it is. Let's go back to the Robin Williams thing. I feel very happy when I rush and I fly, okay? Because that's what I'm just, you know, I'm going about my conversational wisdom. Wisdom. <laughs> that's wisdom with a bump in intelligence. Wisdom. It's different word. We're still working on Again, Eastern Colorado. Go Bighorns. They're doing the study on it. See if the vocabulary fits. I will get back to you when they reach a conclusion. So, yeah. I like to do it. I like to rush. I like to just like a cheetah of conversation. But I'm trying to decipher why and when I should be slowing down because there's something to be said. I'm a very narrative guy. I like the highs and lows. 
of a fun story where it gets kind of, ooh, it's close and it's scary, it's intimate. You are adding what? Suspension. Okay. And I feel like I don't do that enough. I'm just like, oh, the end of the movie. You know, that's kind of how my <laughs> sentences and my stories go. Like, it's all rise. When I say something, I start from the bottom and climax. Bang. There's the end. There's the beautiful wrapped up gift of a story that you were looking for. But I don't know. I think about that. And that's why I was watching those Robin Williams documentaries because I feel like he had a way of doing that because as fast as he was, I feel like there were times that he slowed down. And I kind of want to apply that to the way I speak. So maybe this is drawing out tension and stress and freaking a nice intimate moment right now. And you're like, he's just talking slower. You have to talk slower at the important moments. And I feel like that's what I'm trying to learn now. But again, no judge. You just got to be real and honest with yourself and say, hey, I'm a fly. I'm a fly where I fly, man. So what else is happening, dude? It's just Valentine's Day just happened. So it's a nice season of love. Hope people had an amazing Valentine's Day. Nobody wants to be alone on Valentine's Day as I am. But it's not a bad thing. I think people get so wrapped up in like an intimate relationship love that you forget about the just genuine love that you have in the world. Valentine's Day is not just significant other love, okay? It's, it's just about the love in general, the love for the world, the love for God, the love for your friends, your family, or your significant other, your pets. You know, there's just love in the world. So I feel like people have a bad rap and they have a negative feeling. Oh, my God, freaking heart. There are heart candies all around me. I don't have no one's fingers. So it's a beautiful time, man. But I hope you guys felt lots of love. And I'm reusing the same balloons that I had from episode 100. Listen, okay, with... The price of these freaking inflatables, the price of inflation with inflation. <laughs> I can't afford to keep getting new decorations for each little holiday. And again, it's after the fact. So I might have missed a beat by not doing it on the last episode. But, yeah, that's that's, that's whatever. So I have these little two things and I don't know how long they're going to last. I can see the helium is really staying in the nose of the shark here. He's just he's like, I can't. I got to get got a surface. So yeah, I have so many decorations, and dude, I have I have pounds, bags, and bags of celebrate 100 and stuff like that. So if you or anybody you know is about to reach a 100th anniversary, perhaps your grandma's getting up there in age, hit me up. I have so many things, napkins and plates and celebrate cups. Even I just I bought way too much, so I don't know when I'm ever gonna get to use those. Right now, it's just there, it's just there. I might have to start a new podcast just so I can do 100 episodes, just so I can use them. Because I feel bad that they're not being used. Those poor things. Not like I think these guys getting two uses. So, yeah. Valentine's Day was beautiful. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Man, what else is happening in the world? I guess, you know what? That's, that's all that's really been happening with me. We can go into current events, okay? Now, current events are events that are currently <laughs> eventing. They're the, the events are eventing themselves like an email they're a lot like electronically venting through whatever it's all very sciencey we'll check back with you yeah okay so <laughs> recently this isn't really interesting i don't know how i'm gonna make it a joke i haven't planned any of what i'm about to say which makes it more interesting to me so we'll see how it unfolds there was a train that ran off the tracks recently here in ohio 
and it was wrecked for a while, and they decided it had all this. Cl- I don't know the science of it. Eastern Colorado, you guys will figure it out for me. You can look it up yourself. There was tons of chemicals on this train, and they decided the best way to do it was to burn it. I'm not here to debate whether or not it was a good idea or they should let it explode and launch. Tra- I don't know. I don't know. Okay. In the realm of knowing things, my knowledge isn't always there. Okay. And the aspect of having <laughs> information and sources. So anyways, this Ohio train, it freaking crashed and they, they made a chemical fire, which is pretty cool. If it wasn't destroying the the freaking world, I guess it got it's huge, man. It's kind of crazy that these little things in Ohio that you're like, oh wow, it's like that. It's all over world news. It put Ohio on the map. Okay, we Ohio hasn't been this famous since Jeffrey Dahmer and LeBron. Which you could argue which one's the more famous person to come from Ohio. Different reasons, obviously, but they both have significant amount of notoriety. So anyways, yeah, it's all over the news. Ohio lit the train fire, all this crazy black smoke, black guy. It's like, dang, is this a problem? Is Ohio about to be doomed forever? It's raining acid. People's cars are, are melting the paint job. It sucks. It's not a good time. However, I'm a, I'm a glass half full kind of guy. I mean, more than that, dude. I'm, I'm a glass. I'm happy to have something in the glass. Happy to have a glass. I'm just happy that someone is like, hey, do you want something to drink? So I'm just thrilled that the fact that perhaps... The silver lining is that even though it sucks terrible for the world and they shouldn't have done that, we got a couple of days of sunshine. And I don't know, was that a part of the climate change that the, the freaking it burned up so high that it can't snow in this weather? That's why I like to look at it. Again, I don't have any of those sources, so it's just kind of rough. And I like to believe that the significant rise in temperature was because oh, just a hot little peak of global warming happened in this small little town of Ohio. So, yeah, that's all I have for you. I tried to think of more jokes about trains, but, you know, Thomas the Tank Engine, I don't know how he plays into chemical fires. I don't know if he does. So, take that for what it's worth. Again, I don't have the information. What else is on my notes? I have I wrote cold down, and I don't know what that's related to. It's not going to be cold anymore. <laughs> no, it's not funny. The train freaking, there's a lot of people that are suffering. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what's been going on, man. What else is actually happening in my world, though? Because I, I never know if I should be reporting on news, stuff like that. I look at that little train thing, and I write it down in my notes. And then by the time it arises in the podcast, a moment for me to cover it, I go, mm, am I qualified? I start the show off by saying, I don't know if I should even be talking about the sunshine. I don't know if I should be talking about the positive effects that the sun has. Am I really the voice to commentate on what a political chemical fire might entail? I don't think so. But it, I write it down because I think it's interesting. And I go, well, bet that, yeah, Tristan Sartoris on the news here seems to be to be a, a trade fire. And, you know, you can't really trade anybody for this. So I don't think I'm the right person to do it. But I try anyway. And you could learn something from that. Be free to fail. It's judgment-free zone. At least here it is on the podcast. But you can judge me, but I won't know it. So I guess you could comment. Uh, don't do that. Don't judge me. Okay? Sometimes you just want to talk about a train fire, and that's that. You ever had something you really want to be a part of? Like the news? And you think that maybe by the time it arises in conversation that you'll have a funny thing to say about it and you keep getting deeper and deeper and you're like, well, that we finished the story. 
Climax. I didn't have any punchlines about it. But I want to stay here and I want to search for a minute about it, but I, I can't. I can't think because I don't have any chemical jokes. Doesn't that suck when you feel like you're you're well prepared for a really good situation you, that you could train for it? And they're like, oh, we throw chemicals in the story because it's just a normal train wreck. I'm like, oh, train wreck. You know, there's something you can say about train wreck. Sometimes the conversation's a train wreck. Sometimes you can't look away from a train wreck. Which is kind of like this news. We, it's, it's, it's like watching a train wreck. <laughs> but, you know, they start throwing chemicals in there. Like, oh, gosh, I don't know anything about chemicals and polyvinyl chloride. I don't have any jokes about that. Doesn't it suck when the news gets way too advanced that you don't have punchlines for it anymore? Just keep it simple. Headline, train wreck, lit on fire. And then I would probably come up with something. I don't have anything right now. What would you say about a train that caught on fire? Too much coal, perhaps? That's kind of the nature of a train, though. They're kind of throwing stuff in there. So you'd be like, yeah, that seems natural. Guy put in too much, the fire went off, train knocked off. Anyways, we should be <laughs> we should be done with that, dude. I But part of me is so stubborn that I'm like, I got to stay here. I'm, I'm not going to the emergency room. This guy that's that same mindset. I'm going to stay here in the train wreck. And by doing so, I'm creating a train wreck. So what you should do is light the whole segment in a chemical fire. And then it would be gone. But now that I've seen in the news, I know that's not a good thing to do. So I won't be doing it. This is the definition of rambling. And I have other things to talk about. It's not that I'm out of things to say. I'm just staying here. It's like somebody that won't leave. You're like, dude, go you delivered the pizza. We gave you the money, gave you a tip. Leave the stoop, man. What are you doing? He's like lingering by the door. He's like, it's warm. I see you got a nice show on. Smells good in there. Like, just go. You don't belong here. That's how I feel. I don't belong in the chemical fire combo. Leave pizza, man. <laughs> but I'm stubborn. I'm staying. No, I'll leave. Okay. You know, I'll take my tip. I know I'm not wanted. But I know when I'll stay anyway. Anyways, let's 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 move on. Okay, I would I'll if there was a joke to be had and I missed it, we'll address it in the next episode. And I'll say, hey, Tristan misses a chemical fire. So what is going on in my world? Not current events. That oh, so working in voiceover, there is a very present, prevalent threat, doom, lingering danger, <laughs> buzz buzzwords. That in voiceover, that AI, people have been developing AI for a long time. It's kind of like Siri, you know, is the best way if you don't know anything about it. it. It's in the similar realm where you can have her say anything. Siri, say blah, 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 blah. Oh, hello, you are my captain of the kangaroo ship. And you're like, wow, I didn't know that they trained her to say all those words. So what they've been working on is creating millions of different voices that can do that, what Siri does, with great inflection. So you'll see online with the funny little memes, the celebrities going, hey, my name's friggin' President Biden and I'm a poopy pants. And I don't think he's ever said that. If he has, then over my head. But they can do anything and just take someone's voice and make them say whatever they want. Now, people think that's dangerous for different reasons. Like, I'm the president. Let's launch nukes now. And like, well, I heard his voice. That's scary. That's what people are worried about. That's not what I'm worried about. <laughs> the problem is that in voiceover, it's become a part of the job. You look at audiobooks and e-learning. 
So, here on this math lesson, we're going to click on the top left circle. That'll bring you to the page, like stuff like that, where people get paid to do. It's part of the craft and audiobooks. So, as I crawl out from, I don't, I don't read books. I crawl out from under the bush. I see a man standing by the tree. And I think all my, <laughs> all my ideas of what a book should be, it's just a guy camping, apparently. <laughs> so, regardless. The AI threat to artistry is scary for a lot of people because it's it's getting so good. So it, it just begs an interesting question that will will it, you know, because it's not real. So isn't art the whole point is a creation, you know, and it's the heart and passion of a human. That's what makes art art, right? Like if you look at paintings, we have AI paintings now where you can just type in, I want to see... Super Mario riding a cart across the moon in front of Eastern Colorado and and it'll just draw this image and it'll be different because it just it, it is it is what it is it's artificial intelligence okay fake intelligence is what it sounds like but it's very smart so even fake things are okay <laughs> but anyways yes they're making all these things and that AI art is not art although people debate that back and forth as well like, like, that's less of a debate than the humanity of ruining art with AI. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, people look back at that and like, well, I'm typing the thing. It's still my idea to create this painting. So am I technically an artist? And that is an interesting question. Are you doing something by telling something else to do it? It's like saying a conductor who's, you know, orchestrating an orchestra. <laughs> is he technically the artist and the musician is he going to let you do that you know or if i was going to say bob ross telling you how to paint something but bob ross is an artist but if you had someone else who was just telling you hey paint it right there or it's not even that delicate but it's hey paint super mario and then i paint super mario are you the artist so i don't know it's a very delicate thing because it's like, what is art? Is it the art? Is it the passion? Or is it just the idea of just making something in general? Just because I brought something that didn't exist before, is that art? Because at the same time, it's like, dude, if you poop in the toilet, I put something there that wasn't there before. Is that art? I feel like if, if AI art is art, then <laughs> potty art. So anyways, again, took that... <laughs> took the road i didn't take the one with the freaking miners or the bench or even the gloom there was this other one it was like oh there's toilet humor over here yoink my turn so anyways what i was saying about ai art is that it's just really interesting because you never know you never know if it's going to lose the craft and the passion because you don't see it i feel like if it was movies it, like if you could make a robot okay and it was lifelike as will smith could ever be looks just like him, sounds just like him. You couldn't tell, but you knew that it wasn't him. Would you still go watch a Will Smith movie? I'm so excited to see Will Smith. He's my favorite actor. He acts just like him. It acts just like him. Does all the things, the mannerisms, the eyebrows, the whatever, you know, Will Smith does. <laughs> if it was Will Smith, but it wasn't, would it still have the same draw as the human artisan craft ship? I don't know, but an AI voiceover it is doing that for a lot of people. They're like, oh my gosh, it's people losing jobs. So many people are quitting. And again, dude, uh, I'm a glass half full kind of guy that people are so worried and quitting. I'm like, oh, more for me, you know, more jobs. I'm not going anywhere. So 
It's an interesting thing. If you want to throw a petition, I don't know where you would do that. Eastern College. This, they're a sponsor of the show. Not even a real college. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they are. The, every college has a direction. Eastern, Western, Northern, Southern Colorado. There's tons of different colleges. But it, why is there no Northeastern Colorado? That's what we need more. We need more of those Northwestern schools. You're like, dang, you couldn't even get your own direction. You had to be a hybrid of two different ones. That would be an embarrassing school. Because not only like, dang, I'm not even going to freaking D1 school. I'm not even D2. Like, you can't, you can't even get a direction. You can't even be a direction school. You had to be one of those, those off-brand directions. That's sad. South left? You mean Southwest? No. Couldn't even get that one. Had to be a direction and a hand. Oh, so, so anyways, yeah, it's interesting, but you know, who's to say what's going to happen with AI? Artificial intelligence, dude. They People are scared of it. I'm not. I just wanted to bring the conversation up to you and see how you think about it. And to be honest, the whole reason I brought it up was so I could say the poop art joke. And this is just filler. None of it matters. All I wanted to say was, hey, if this is art, is poop art? And that was it. I could have tapped out. Bang, bang. I'm done. Finished. But I didn't. I kept going because I thought we would show some intellect and philosophical commentary on what the world may be and what it looks like to let robots take over. But they're taking over factory jobs. So who cares, really, if they take over our art? But art's different, dang it! No, I'm passionate about it. I am. AI. AI. Artificial intelligence. Is artificial, if it's artificial intelligence, is it still wearing like, I, I just picture a computer with glasses on, you know? It's just, I'm in the background. I'm not really intelligent, but I'm an artificial intelligence. I'm like the fruit snack. Artificial flavors of intelligence. You're better than the actual fruit. That's kind of how it is. You know, the fruit snacks, they're artificial flavors, but they taste better than the actual raspberries, you know? Raspberry gummies taste better than raspberries. That's not fair. Artificial things tend to be better. So the artificial intelligence, it's, it's just light years, and we can't keep up with it. But it's got glasses on nonetheless. Wouldn't that suck? He's like, I'm the smartest man in the world, but I still can't see good. Also, here's an interesting thought. Strip the detail in the blind. Interesting thought. I'm laughing because I know what I'm about to say. How come in society we associate glasses with intelligence? Isn't that interesting? Like, what is the correlation between having bad eyesight and being smart? Like, <laughs> is it just the guy that as soon as he can't see and he gets glasses, he's like, well, screw being cool. I guess I'll hit the books. You know, like, he's, I, I have no hope because kids are so mean. He's like, he got, he got, hey, he's got goggles, goggles. Like, okay, Frank, fine. I'm four eyes. Might as well learn science. You know, so I don't know what the correlation, but it is a thing, right? If you ask anybody, I'm sure 93% of studies, fake number, <laughs> will tell you that if someone has glasses, they're either more intelligent or they're perceived to be more intelligent and honest. Isn't that a thing? Because you can't see, you can't lie. It makes your morality better. How does that work? Yeah, dude, I stubbed my toe, so I would never lie to you, man. No, no, no. Yeah, I freaking broke. I had knee surgery earlier <laughs> this year so i would I, why would i steal okay why would i spread rumors about you man i, I have a bad hip and like what's the <laughs> what is what are these things why did why does that correlate that's like saying oh dude your your hearing's not so great you're gonna be a great athlete why is it because you have some sort of 
physical ailment that it makes you good at something else. It's just interesting to think about because a lot of those glasses, they could be very sneaky people. And maybe you should be taking more advantage of that, all right? So if, if I had glasses, I'd be lying all the time because people would think I'm more honest. I'm like, dude, I'm not. And I'm not even going to be smart. I'm going to be a, a lying jock with glasses. That would be cool. Go against the standard people. So all you with glasses out there, start lying more and bring that percentage down because it's, it's really unfair and it doesn't make any sense. But it is an interesting question to think, why do you, why do you see someone with glasses? And you go, well... He's got glasses on. He's got glasses. How does that mean anything? Just because you have spectacles, you know, <laughs> equals MZ squared? I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I'm, I'm interested in it nonetheless. You might be it's because he has glasses. I, I don't know. I have to keep coming back to the thing that if I was, if I got glasses and I was in fifth, sixth grade, kids are laughing, pointing, like, ha ha, four eyes. He'll never be cool. I'm like, frick, he's right. I can't be cool. At least like older, like different day and age. And people were mean. They'd be like, oh, jeez, my little friggin' hit the ball, hit the blocks. What am I supposed to do? Try out for the swim team? Yeah, right. Can't even see. So, let alone wearing goggles. Boom. So, yeah, it is an interesting thing. If I wanted to be realistic and practical, I would probably say that it's associated with people that the only reason they know their eyesight's bad is because the kids who complain are like, well, I can't read that all the way. And then the parents are like, oh, you need glasses. But everyone else who was cooler was like, I'm not reading. So they never even figure out that they have glasses. What if everybody has bad eyes and only the smart people, hey, figure out <laughs> that they need glasses? That's what makes them smart is the fact that they're able to recognize their own issues. I figured it out. I'm amazing. I should wear glasses. I would put these on, but they're very difficult. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Full Circus. This has been the show. I hope it's been enjoyable. Hope it's been interesting. Hope it's been intelligent, although I was not wearing my spectacles, so I can really only provide what I can. I love you. I appreciate you. I know the title's Full Circus, but there's always some room for those who sneak in, okay? So... I'm not advising you to sneak in. I'm just saying the bouncer is standing out in front and he's not going to let you in unless you have glasses. Then I'm like, oh, you probably do have a ticket, young sir. So sneak in through the back. There's a little hole. Again, no food or drink. It's new carpet. Guys, I love you. I'll see you in the next one. Peace. Ah, oh, my elbow. <laughs>